Greetings, dear, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Working Experience, a very warm, open-arm audio embrace and a squeeze. This episode is brought to you by my company, One Circle Media. One Circle Media is a hybrid digital agency and media content creator. We create and design apps, websites, videos, social media content, and physical products. We are artists, directors, designers, producers, coders, editors, thinkers, makers, and creators who embrace story and creativity from design, web and app development, animation, docs, features, TV shows, digital and social media content to physical products. For our clients, we create content that builds networks and audiences across multiple platforms. Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a network, studio, brand, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com. I'd love to hear from you. This episode is also brought to you by an app that I created called Still Believe. Still Believe transforms a picture in your home into video proof of your child's favorite magical characters. With the app, parents can catch the magic of the tooth fairy, leaving money under their children's pillow or Santa delivering presents on Christmas Eve in their home. You download the app, take a picture, and we create the magic. We utilize feature film visual effects artists to transform your picture into video. Just tell your kids that you have a special app that can detect and capture the tooth fairy then present them with the video proof in the morning. The look on their faces is priceless. Your Still Believe video is created in minutes, and you can then save it to your phone and share it on social media. The app is available for the iPhone and Android, and it's free to download. Our aim is to bring joy and wonder into the hearts of children around the world. Check it out at stillbelieve.co. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience. The working experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on Stand the- clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. They're moving in a different and after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was wow. moving his Sexual toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I can't. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode uh, on camera of the working... I'm, gl- I'm glad you took a bite yeah. of the working experience. This is a... This was going to be a Facebook Live. We were thinking about doing kind of like a power lunch. Live power lunch on Facebook. Problem is, John forgot to announce it to anybody. And I think we've had, I think we've had over 20 views of the face, our Facebook page by now. We might be up to 30. We break 10. That's a win. My God. So we're getting sponsored. I won't say by who, but let me just. use two words that I've heard many a mogul say, cha-ching, okay? Mm. Money's rolling in. And we're in talks with other sponsors. Just something right here. 
we, we're not usually live on camera, so this is very awkward for you, very awkward for us. Um, usually I'm talking into my laptop here. I don't know if you can all see this. But I have uh, came down to New York today on the Amtrak. This we, is this is actually, this is an actual work day. Yes. Where work Matt day. and I have been shooting some content for social media. Mm -hmm. And we've been working so hard that it's 427 on a Wednesday. And this is our lunch. We're just having lunch. Got to power through. You got to hustle, baby. And we hustle said, through it. Well, are we just going to sit there like two losers and just eat? Or are we going to power lunch this bitch? Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Bleep that out. Are we going to power lunch this bad boy? We're going to power lunch it. And your typical power lunch, the person with the most power doesn't eat. But as you can see, Matt and I are both eating. <laughs> yeah. Well, since the dinero is rolling in, we went to Chipotle. We really splashed out mm. on, uh, I got the chicken burrito, guac. We thought we were going to do a, a little bit with chips, but we both nixed that. No. So we didn't like chips. Plus, cuts into the grind. So... Usually I'm huddled over my desk, working, yelling at people. That's yeah, my oh yeah. that's my power lunch. Yeah. Your power lunch, you're the only one eating. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is allowed to eat. <laughs> you have a whole buffet set up that only you're allowed to well, get anything from. Didn't um, Bill Cosby, isn't there a story where... He would check into a hotel, have all the staff assemble, and then he would order food like late at night and have them all watch him eat. Really? Yeah. And he would have the security guard tuck him in at night. Google it. I think it's a true story. I heard there were many warning signs. I'd heard like Bill Cosby was kind of a known quantity before it all came out. Yeah, people people knew. People knew, like in the industry, but that guy had so much power. I gotta say, that was a real blow to my childhood. Yeah. Like Bill Cosby is like the last person you would expect. He was almost like Mr. Rogers, you mm -hmm. know. Well, well we grew up on the Cosby show. Oh, totally. Fat Albert. Mm. Um I'm just, we're in WeWork, and honestly, I would have trouble actually getting work done here because there's so many things around that are kind of distracting to me. There's always screens moving and stuff like that. There's a guy over there that just came into view with a headset on. <laughs> He's pacing the hallways with a headset. The last time I was here, we were in a, a conference room, a small conference room downstairs, and what I like about it, there's like a glass wall and all. You can really see what's going on. And there was this guy who was probably over 40, dressed like he was trying to be under 30. The worst. That never works. Never and works. He walked around the entire time. Remember this guy? Mm -hmm. He walked around the entire time holding his laptop with uh, an earpiece in, talking. 
And it occurred to me, I wonder if this guy just somehow managed to get into the building and didn't really belong, didn't have an office or anything. He was just walking around. And he looked like... Walking around. He was closing deals. Oh, yeah. But it looked like he was inching to get into our meeting. Oh, like, yeah. If he could add some value, yeah. he'd come in and, you know, yeah. I'm sure sell he wanted, something. He wanted to get in on, you know, get in on the ground floor. He wanted to get in. He saw the energy going. He saw the hustle. Mm. I would say he probably was not talking to anyone. There was no one in the earpiece. He was just walking around, just, you know, circling, circling. Power play. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk about this? Yeah, we've drawn up a little, um, I think this is a help list for people. Uh, let's say you're 30 years old. You've got about 40 years left, right? Maybe, maybe 50. <laughs> maybe 50, yeah. Depending on how things go in your career. Um, so that's about 2,000 weeks that you're looking forward to. That's subtracting the two weeks a year for vacation that you probably won't even take all of that but we'll say two weeks so you need to cope you need to cope somehow normally I would suggest drinking or drugs but those can kind of derail your career they could be enjoyable at first yeah but it's usually a dead end it's a short term solution and I like short-term solutions. Don't get me wrong. I live. Oh, Maddie loves the shortcuts. We have another um, seminar that I'm noodling with. It's called smoothing out the corners, right? Uh, Cutting no, corners. No hard edges. No. Cutting corners. You know, people say, "Oh, you just cut corners on this." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I just rounded the corner." Because hmm. if you bump into a sharp corner, you can hurt yourself, right? Right. Smooth it out. Exactly. Smooth it out. So coping at work. Um, I had here, get yourself a Nerf football hoop. They're a lot of fun, and they're a great way to pass the time when you're supposed to be getting work done. And they're a great way to have your work buds in your workspace. You know what I mean? And you can show off to your coworkers your shot. You know? Mm-hmm. You know what I just thought of? It connects well with heart and the paint. It does. Yeah? It does. That's the book I'm... <laughs> currently writing <laughs> and and can we ask what uh where you are with that progress are you have you even started um well in keeping with my philosophy of smoothing the corners i'm probably going to try to get somebody to write it because if i was going to write it i'd have to open up the laptop deal with microsoft word and all that it's a lot you know that's a lot for me so um Let's see. A ghostwriter. Get a ghostwriter, exactly. Watch a lot of Netflix. How about that? Time just slips on past when you're binge watching. I think a lot of people already do that, Matt. All right, well, I'm just... Or, or it could be Hulu or Amazon or whatever. Whatever floats your boat, just uh, you can kind of zone out on that. I think a huge one is fantasy sports. Mm. You know? Love it. Because you have failed in your pursuit to be a professional baseball player, basketball player, football player, uh, hockey. I think they have one for everything now. 
But you know how to coach a team. You know how to manage a team. Of course. So you. Armchair warrior. Yep. Get right on that fantasy sports. And um, they're a great way to feel like you're doing something meaningful and productive without having to do anything at all, which I think is what a lot of people are looking for in their lives. They're looking for meaning without effort. Fantasy sports. And you can live vicariously through these super athletes. Yep. And not have to exert yourself at all. No. So win-win. Win-win. And that segues nicely into number four, gambling. Pick up gambling, right? Listen, there's a reason why casinos have gold fixtures and marble floors. It's because idiots go there and, and they, they win can, a lot of money, and they think they can beat the house. Oh, I thought you were going to say they go and there and win a lot of money. They're, and the mentality of, yes, everyone else loses except for me. Right. Well, what I'm figuring is more from an investment point of view. If you win a ton of money at the casino, you don't have to work anymore. Right? Done. That's right. I mean, you can invest in stocks. Those are very risky. Bonds are a little more safe, I guess, money markets. But that's that's a lot of complicated bank jibber-jabber, all right? Casino, very straightforward. Take the deed to the house, you put it on red, Done. and you pray. And you retire. <laughs> that's how it goes. End of story. Okay, everybody had a little technical uh, thing to deal with. Not a problem, because there's no problems here at the working experience. There's, there's solutions. Zero problems. Um good way to get through the next 50 years of your working gambling. Uh, I think it's a good investment strategy. Stocks are very iffy. I see that line going up and down all the time with the NASDAQ and Standard and Port. I don't even know what all that is. Neither do you. You don't want to deal with all the paperwork and phone calls. You go to the casino. You put $50 down. Oh, $50, man. You take your paycheck oh. for the week and you lay it down you have fairly good odds, maybe 10 to 20 percent versus the house's 80, 90 percent, and you roll the die. Everybody else loses except for you. Yeah. You're a winner. So you can retire early. Um, if it doesn't work out, there are very nice people who will loan you money with no paperwork at all, even if you have terrible credit, right? Absolutely. They'll loan you as much as you want. And uh, much more straightforward. Now, the collection methods are slightly different than a bank, but hey, listen. It can get a bit draconian. <laughs> I think there's 100% interest, something like that, mm. a day. But listen, go big or go home, right? Life's nothing without risk. Uh, Chit-chat. Just chit-chat about TV, sports, whatever, whatever you watched on Netflix or Hulu, whatever. Game of Thrones, whatever. I, I saw somebody today reading a George R. R. Martin book. Wow. And I was like, hey, listen, that's a television show, you know. You just yeah. put that book down. Yeah, no. Get, <laughs> what and you, yeah, what are you doing? What is this, 1860? Uh, it is so easy nowadays to buy crap. You can just go to your phone. Right on the old phone, you can buy so much stuff. 
right? You just press buttons, just buy stuff, okay? Don't worry if you can afford it. That's what credit cards are for. Amazon. Yeah. Buy crap. I feel like when I'm shopping on Amazon, I feel like I'm not buying anything. It's just being shipped to my house for free. I didn't spend any cash. It went on. It went in the ether on some card that I'm, I'm not going to pay for. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, you know. You guys got. Everyone's got to live for the moment. Exactly. Social media. There is no better way to make your humdrum work existence look better than on social media. I mean, there's no better way. If you're not spending. Four to five quality hours a day on social media. Are you living? Your vacation is not on Instagram or Facebook. It really didn't happen, did it? It did not. No. If you're not staging happy moments to post on Instagram, <laughs> what are you doing? Get in the picture, kids. Yeah. I said, get over here. God damn it, you better look happy. And you better have that family reunion t-shirt on <laughs> that everyone's wearing to show... We're having a good time. Uh, cheating on your spouse. Ooh. Oldest trick in the book, right? Ouch. Little office romance that has the potential to create drama and blow right up in your face. And it's even better if one or both of you is married. That's even better. Plus, you give everyone else in the office something to talk about. That's a tough one. Hey, I'm not advocating it. It just ended up on the list. I don't okay. know who wrote All this right. list. Fair enough. Um, staring into space. I while, I while away so many hours just staring into space. Just, you know, just sitting there. You got a dream. Yeah. You got a dream and then you got to live the dream. Yeah. Just, you know, I don't know, pl uh, planning vacations. That kind of goes with staring into space. I love going on Google, planning vacations, looking at airfares and things like that. And then not going. And then I don't do it. Yeah. Because no, I, I do that too. I go as so far as going through all the headache of planning it and then making sure of what the cancellation policy is. And then I call up within a minute and make, make up some BS <laughs> excuse. That you can't go. That I can't go. Um, you know, on a serious note, I think I've heard of people doing that. Like they just go, you know, they go online and they, they just plan like a dream vacation that they would love to take, and they don't. Well, I'm I'm actually notorious about booking the last minute. In <laughs> fact, we're we're going away uh, next week or the week the following week because I don't know yet. And my son is like, "Hey, Dad, did you book so and so?" And I was and no response from me. He goes. I want to see you do it. <laughs> this and is my 12-year-old. 12 12-year-old. 12 is yeah. already on to my stick. He's already on to my game. Yeah, 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 I did. Sure. Oh, yeah, I booked it. Yeah. I'm sure I did. Let yeah. me see the confirmation. No, well, um, oh, uh, Ooh, yeah. Ooh. the confirmation code's JL6924. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, he, he, he knows what's up with, uh, with Papa. I think people do that a lot of times with weddings, too. You know, they, they plan, like, these dream weddings, whatnot, look at dresses well, and it's, stuff. Well, it's, you know. it's, it's a total farce. I mean, you, the amount of money that the wedding industry earns is insane. They convince you to buy a ring for your – I think De Beers was behind, the marketing behind this – two months salary to put a ring uh, to buy a ring 
and then you got to spend tens of thousands of dollars for people that you haven't seen, food that you really don't like, and a terrible DJ. Or Probably half the people don't really want to be there anyway. It's just a hassle for them. Yeah. They have to spend a lot of money to travel. They feel obligated to come. Yeah. You're spending 50 grand to obligate someone to come to your <laughs> stupid event. 50? I've heard 100 grand. I've heard well, I'm just, well, on the East Coast and the West Coast, major cities, yes. It can get, well, it can get into the six figures. But, you know, <clears throat> I would say maybe the average is like 30 or 40 grand. That would be my guess. And, you know... The, yeah, how De Beers and those places because I've heard that two month salary thing too. I'm like, who came up with this calculation? It was I mean, a it was a marketing strategy I think in the 1940s or 50s. Yeah, and it was brilliant because now guys are are dropping and supposedly diamonds are not scarce. They they have a complete monopoly on the market. There's, diamonds are plentiful and De Beers has cornered the market. The only great weddings, I, I've never been to one where there was like a terrible catastrophe. Those are the only ones worth talking, talking about. about. Yeah. You know, we're well, like, there was um, our friend Mike gave a best man oh, speech oh at uh, Steve's wedding. Holy and he, geez. I wasn't there for I wasn't it, there either. But he offended, deeply offended. Yes. Um, the bride side of the family. Yes. Deeply offended. Who are Japanese and did not really speak English. Yeah, and he, uh, so he took it upon himself to act out some racist comments. So it wasn't just the comments, but he uh, he did a little acting. Well, he wrote his speech and sang it to the tune of Piano Man. (laughs) Did you know that little tidbit? Yes. Yes, I did. And he'd had about, I don't know, a dozen drinks apparently yeah. before he went, which most, a lot of best men do, and that's usually where things go awry. Yeah. Because then you end up saying, hey, Brian, remember that time we yeah. were in Tijuana? And then it's like, oh, my God, Yeah, and then, and then all hell breaks loose. So, yeah, he did that, and then the, the speech ended with him lighting it on fire. Yeah. He dropped it into a candle. And, and didn't all, he drop the mic? Drop the mic. Apparently the band kind of bailed out midway through this too. Yeah. No one knew what was going on. No. Her family had no reference to like oh. piano man. And then he lit the speech on fire. The ashes got all, all over Steve's bride. Right? I won't say her name because, you know. Uh, and all I could envision is her family going back to Japan and someone saying, how was the wedding? Yeah. And him... Her father and, and mother yeah. trying to translate this. Ugh. And it's just like this monster. Yeah. This, this monstrosity of an fire. American. Yeah. And they're like, is it traditional for the speech to be lit on fire? Is yeah. that an American yeah. tradition? Just no friend. So, yeah, those are good. All right. So, um, number five on the list was chit chat. Talk about TV. Buying crap. I'm a, I'm a big big fan of buying crap on Amazon. You just go on your phone, go online. It's like you're not even spending money. Buy crap. Buy crap. You buy crap. You don't need it at all. Uh, you so buy crap. Just let me, let me go with this. You buy crap, and you buy enough crap that you fill up your house, and then you eventually have to buy a storage unit to put your crap in. Yeah. That's the American dream. To make room for the more crap. 
yes. that you're buying. That right there is what you're working for, American dream. And you're doing the, you're helping the economy, you understand. You're on a, you're on a hamster wheel. Yeah. Uh, and then that crap that you buy, this segues into number seven, social media. Look what I just bought. New shirt. Gotta post it on social media. Put it on Facebook, Instagram, look at this new dress, da da da. Don't, don't post your storage unit <laughs> on social media, but you gotta, you gotta, stage and plan that photo shoot and you gotta I mean what else is social media good for than to make other people feel miserable yeah it's like here here's my life in a snapshot look how amazing it is yeah I'm like, not gonna post me with my face down on the pillow weeping yeah like I, I passed a, a convertible Ferrari um, the other day yeah. so what did I do I jumped in it yeah. and I took a quick <laughs> selfie and hashtag Ferrari, look what I just got. What I like to do is I go to a public park and I kind of stand near people and I take a, a selfie. <laughs> and then I say, hey, I was hanging out with all my buds. Yeah. Uh, and Joe and uh, the Karen. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Just having it at the beach. Yeah, great day at the beach. Yeah, yeah. I, I stand there with a volleyball and I'm like, yeah, I was just playing some volleyball with all my pals. <laughs> Just applying sunscreen to yeah. this girl's back. And then they, they don't see the drive home where I'm just <laughs> staring in despair. Uh, or the two seconds after that she slaps you in the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I ask, I'm like, can I just like lie here yeah. for two seconds and take it's, a it's selfie? For, it's, it's for social media. Yeah. Um, let's see. Staring into space. I mean, I've whiled away many an hour. Now, this can get a little tricky because... You can start thinking too much about what's going on, but that's when you want to just start planning vacations and weddings that probably aren't going to take place, but, you Fan know. Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Fan get deep into a fantasy. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Don't think about your actual job. That's no, not good. No, no, no. That's no, not no, good. No, no. Um, I'll just wrap it up with saying, hey, you want to keep it simple? Get yourself a little rubber ball. Throw it against the wall. Love it. Have a game of catch. Say, hey, Ted, you want to have a game of catch? Ooh. You could even make a rubber ball out of rubber bands. That is a project. Absolutely. And then when your boss says, hey, Maddie, uh, we really need those spreadsheets by six, I'm like, got another project going on, Tim. Yeah, a big one. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the rubber bands. This one, uh, <laughs> hey, Tim... I've been working on this project for about 15 hours, and it's time-consuming. Most of the week. Most yeah. of the week, yeah. And I've got, it, it involves, you know, my math skills, yep. geometry skills, yeah. patience, fortitude, yeah. and it is a, uh, it's a ball made out of rubber bands. So I can't, I've had to prioritize this yeah. week, okay? You, if you don't prioritize, you can't get stuff done. And then... You, you with your buds in the office, you're like, yo, Mike, heads up. Whoo. Huh? And you go, hey, Kim, woohoo. And then yeah. you toss it around. Everybody likes a nice ball to the back of the head every once in a while. <laughs> that can't be underestimated. All right, folks, listen. Um, I have to be honest with you. I just had a lot to eat. I consumed about 1,500 calories just now. I, I think that's putting it safely it might have been over 2,000 now there's a comfy little couch over there old Maddie K is just going to pass out on it for about the next 90 minutes or so then I'll be revived and I'll be ready to hustle again hustle baby 
You can even hustle while you nap. Always hustling. All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching or listening to this. What do we power sorry. lunch? Yeah, this sorry. This was this was a, this was an utter <laughs> failure. Very awkward. I yeah. feel very awkward. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do this again. And looking at the screen that we've turned, I, oof, I really it's need tough. To the the gym, lighting's off. We need to hit the gym a little we, more to tell you the we, truth. We might be out of focus. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, this, everybody. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build engage and entertain your audience reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com i would love to hear from you and that's it the end the sweet end until our next audio encounter